Seasons uh, shaping up the way that I uh, saw it coming out, so I'm just happy to be here. Real excited about the season. Looking forward to uh, you know getting a, a third trade under my belt this week. Yeah, but that's crazy, right? And we also have well, we've got Doug Cowboy on. Um, I'm not really sure what to say. It's been really awkward. The pre-show discussion was a little somber. Um, I, I would ask you how things are going, but I think that's just rude. Um, but is there anything you'd like to say? I, I mean, I wouldn't be, look, you guys don't know that this is all part of a master plan. <laughs> as okay. expected, as expected. I have strategized over the last how many years and dominated this league, finishing first and second. Uh, and then ultimately wasting well, all of those points. Right, but going into the playoffs, like oh, going sure, into the playoffs, sure. like always as a number one seed, number two seed. Sure, sure, sure. And what I've learned is to just get the shitters out of the way early, um, i.e. our good friend Bungle. So I'm kind of on this... I'm kind of on this reverse thought process uh, strategy... Um, you have to pay extra for it with some of the fantasy pros. I don't know if you guys. There's, like, there's like a diamond level that's on the back side of fantasy pros. I don't know if you guys have gotten to that yet. No. Is that um, is that in the uh, is that in the dark web? It's on the inner. Yeah, it's on the dark. It's the back side yeah. of the web. Back side. Yeah. Or around the bee hole there in the back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of nasty stuff back there, and this is just kind of one additional strategy um okay. that i was that i was uh that i'm looking forward to just you know continuing with this year so yeah trying something new this year i get it yep this reminds me of a uh a strategy we like to have here in the house when we uh <laughs> we play mario kart with the kids and uh cole beats us so badly that now he waits until he is in 12th place and gives us a 30 second head start before he even starts and he still wins every time so justin there's hope yeah there is hope out there for you yep just gonna squeak in squeak yep, in get hot late well that that is this is a surprise though i, I will say oh and four is a surprise um but yeah so let's I, I don't know if the doctors at your the facility you're at will let you have a beer, but what's on tap? Do you, do you have anything? Well, speaking of surprises, this is a um, a mango bu bubbly water. What? <laughs> it's all part of the strategy. Okay, okay. I don't know if there's any other brethren uh, in our league that are on the uh, sober October approach. Oh. Um, that is uh, not anything I have heard of. 
and absolutely not. So yeah, yeah, it was made popular. It was made popular in Europe, and uh, then <laughs> as a fundraiser, and it's uh, it's since um, been made popular here by uh, a world world renowned uh, podcaster. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I I kind of think that that. You know, I mean, the somber podcast has just gotten a little worse. Um, well, actually, part of my own personal strategy is to do everything the opposite of normal. Okay. And so this just kind of fell right in line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Instead of trying to make your own decisions, just do think something else. Yeah. L literally, the world is backwards in my reality right now. Oh, so everything oh, that I can do backwards to bring it. This is another. It's a therapist on the backside of the web. For those right. of you, those of you that can't see at home, the bedroom is fully feng shuied. It is. It is completely different than it's been in the past. The TV is out of the bedroom. The bed is made. The pillows are crisp. It's. Yep. It's trying to get that chi flowing in the right direction. I like it, Justin. I like it a lot. Thank yeah. You. Congratulations and. Now you need to you need to buck up. You need to pull it together. We're gonna have a podcast. We got a little criticism on the uh, pick'em the other day because there was no, you know, podcast in a while or, or something from, you know, Boston. You okay. know, I don't know what that was all well, about. But the best part about that was it was essentially us. You know, if we go back to last year, calling out how hard it's going to be to keep a vodcast going, <laughs> given all of the details, and then a year later, that's what he's bitching about. So. Yeah, because well, they said they were going to do one every week. Remember they were talking about that? Oh, we're going to do one every week. Yeah, it's hard to hard to go global if you can only get out one a month, so <laughs> or one every six weeks. <laughs> I mean, they haven't done one since before our last podcast. And he's wow. criticizing us. Oh, it's so much work. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyone could do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like Irish puddles is not going to like that. <laughs> the, amount of, <laughs> the amount of work and rework that IP does for this stupid podcast kills him. <laughs> hey, the amount, of, the amount of time he just throws his hands up and said, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys have no idea. Keeps coming back. Oh, how hard it is. He's calling to this every weekend, <laughs> or every time we do this, it's four hours of. Well, maybe this will work out. Maybe it won't. <laughs> we have to have Taylor on standby every week just to make sure. But he finally just has had enough, and he gives up. Oh, the best! You guys have no idea. It's a lot of work. I think he probably puts in a total of twenty-five hours per podcast. <laughs> I, I can't get it right. I love that every podcast, it's like, I just don't have that software. I just can't get that software from my computer. It's, I just, like, we've had it scheduled for a month. It's just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I didn't have enough room. The, the battery, it's, yeah. Yeah, or I my yeah my battery died on my laptop. Or I was at a bar and didn't have a good connection. Yeah, these are all things that you can plan around. You know, like it just it's, it's just sort of like podcast one on one stuff. But you know what? He'll figure it out in a couple of years. He'll I'm get, sure he'll get it. He'll get it. He's only been doing this for two years almost. So you think? I mean, you need a little time. Ease into it, IP. Ease into it. All right. Yeah. Definitely easier to transition on to uh, piling onto IP and away from the 0 and 4. 
uh cowboy so that's that's a good transition we'll move well, right I think, I think he's two and two so you know it's not he's only two games ahead of um duck cowboy wait with pat mahomes <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we can't hear him, so we'll never know for sure. Oh, today is October first, too. So I think we, there's no way to know for sure what his record is. I could be right. I could be wrong. We don't know. All right. Well, let's get into let's get into some fantasy news real quick. So, and remember, we haven't talked in a while, guys. So there's some crazy stuff on there. But Antonio Brown, that whole situation. Oh like, man. I mean, you know that's a that's kind of a big deal for for BS. Like, what do you guys think? Well, it's a big deal for BS. It's a bigger deal for Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought we thought his biggest problem was not wearing the right helmet. It's gonna be freaking crazy. I hope he had some guaranteed money out of that helmet stunt because he lost $30 million through the rest of this. Yeah. I mean, think about it. This guy played one game. Think of what it could have been. You go to bed at night, you play one game for the, for the Patriots, you're sitting with a chance to win a Super Bowl, and you go off in that game. You have a touchdown. Like, what could have been? And uh, meanwhile, evidently, you like to be naked behind painters and then uh, – and then. And then heckle them, uh, you know, on Wednesday of your second week in New England. Freaking moron! Yeah, yeah. definitely no, uh, no idea. Like, just not in touch with reality. It's it's a uh, it's a bad or a sad commentary on athletes, where it's like, God, he's going to give a lot of people a bad name because that's. I mean, had anybody heard about this much crazy? In the last few years, like he done, he did a lot of stuff, but nothing that was bananas. I mean, when they talk, when they talk about Pittsburgh and having, you know, what three coaches over the last last thirty years and keeping everything in house and tight lip, I think this is probably the big, biggest example that they they literally keep everything in house well yeah and it, it also shows you the same thing with the patriots where the patriots cut him loose without hesitation you yeah. know even after seeing what he did it was like he they could tell very quickly he was going to be a problem and it was like you're out you're gone yeah unbelievable well the raiders the raiders dealt with this crap for like six months you know with hbo cameras around somehow think of that headache well and who knows if maybe that kept him less crazy because maybe drew rosenhouse was in his ear saying okay dial it dial it down to an eight if you could let's not get number 10 crazy yeah, what if Drew is the one that uh, told him he should walk into that machine with no socks on just so that he would burn his, burn his feet off so that he didn't have to be around the team facility? Hey, here's an idea. What is that, about an eight-week eight injury? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, what is frostbite on my feet going to cost me in weeks of playing time? Yeah, it's insane. And it's yeah. amazing that he's both times he's just a day or two away from some giant – guaranteed payout rug pulled out from it just you can't you can't contain the great the crazy for another week it's unbelievable yeah. what's the 
What's the first uh, class that he enrolled in when he went back to school? Yeah, and who cares? You're going, I mean, my gosh, what is he doing? You know, it's like, hey, guys, better watch out. I'm going to go back to school, and I won't be able to play on your team. You know, like, what? what is that? You know, like, gosh, dang, what a, what a fool. It's just terrible. I feel bad for BS because, you know, he, that, was, that was a big piece of his team. And it was clear going to the Patriots that he was going to be even more spectacular than he would have been to the Raiders. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah. It, it would have been better had he not played, so you wouldn't have had any idea of how good it could have been. <laughs> right. it, was, it was going to be bonkers. And did he even get to start him for that game? I don't remember. Did he even get the points? Like, bench burger for the one game that he has him. But talking about the Steelers, back to that. So Big Ben going down. That, you know, that was a pretty big deal too. I mean, that impacts Hawk Attack, you know, with Juju and impacts, well, Duck Cowboy, he had him. And then also James Conner. So what, what do you think the impact is to those two guys, bud? Uh, well, I know that it was, uh, I, I don't, I'm feeling good about keeping Bell right now because his, uh, I think his output is going to far exceed Connor's. You always find a way to get a, get Le'Veon Bell into the conversation. It's I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get my 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 dollars per words per minute for Le'Veon Bell out there. He just he hasn't quite hit yet and. Well, I just wanted to make sure everyone knows he's still on my squad. You know he's on the Jets, right? He doesn't have mono. That's the other guy. So, but he's out there. But no, didn't uh, didn't Bungle have a uh, big Ben last year for the championship run? Well, he did, and that was part of my thing. So as I went into week one, I'm getting battered by Bungle, and I'm looking at Jared Goff, going, "God, what the hell is wrong with this guy?" <laughs> I figured I didn't want to wait and have to get into waiver wire battle stuff with people in week two. So I went before the afternoon games and I saw Dak Prescott sitting there. I saw Big Ben. I'm like, God, I don't necessarily want to have the Dak to Cooper hook up. And I already have a like four Cowboys. Well, because I already had four Cowboys. Like it's going to make it tough for, you know, bye weeks and the whole thing. And so I'm sitting there going, Big Ben sure put up some numbers last year. He basically helped Bungle win. And so I picked him up, and I waited until I went golfing in week two, and I'm sitting there going, oh, which, because I couldn't watch football again two weeks in a row. <laughs> and I'm going, you know, I'm going to keep my mind off of it. I'm just going to go swing the sticks. And right before kickoff, I go, I'll put Big Ben in there instead of Goff. And I just set it and forget it. And, uh, yeah, Two, po- two points, he goes down with an injury. Goff actually goes off quite a bit in week two, and I lose my second one. If I didn't make that move, I wouldn't have been 0-2. And I keep going with this saga week after week, the way that I've been shit on by little decisions, but I'm sure nobody wants to hear it. No, it's it's. I think that it's a big deal, man. I, I don't mind listening to it. I mean, it sucks. Okay. The irony of the tiny mistakes, though. Look, I had a big one in the beginning. I don't think anyone thought that one would have paid out. But the irony of the small, just the little small mistakes that have kept me from winning then thereafter have been pretty, pretty ridiculous. Well, I mean, so now that how that impacts you now, though, I mean, you got Amari or I mean, um, sorry, you got Connor now. 
So yeah, I reached out to a lot. I, I reached out to a lot of people because at that point I was willing to overpay for uh, getting my running back situation. Let's let's just remind you then week three, um, Barkley went down without that Barkley injury. Um, I probably would have won that week, but um, Barkley goes down. So then I have to kind of get back to some depth. So that's better. I'm getting people two and three and four first round picks. You know for for big guys and no one wanted to do it so i had to go for the buy low trade and uh and to be honest with you i think that the connor situation is going to work out okay big ben, big ben being out of there you know makes it makes a difference but uh uh i think that uh that buying connor low and, and the first pick was low at that point again depending upon what i offered other people i think he'll be just fine i think we saw what he did last night and uh, he's going to have some more games. His schedule sets up actually pretty nice, um, so we'll be okay. Yeah, I think so, and I think it's um, you know it's been rough for looks like like Juju Smith Schuster. Um, did you guys see that that uh, video that was floating around today with him talking, asking what everyone's doing after the game? He wants to pay Fortnite, you know, play Fortnite <laughs> or whatever. Did you guys see that? Yeah, that was going on during the game. They mic'd him up. He was just trying to get anyone to talk about anything. He was a good <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, that's probably the last thing that you really want to see is that guy not focus at all yeah, on the football game. They they were playing the Bengals, you know. It was uh, it was probably already out of hand by that point. So he was he was on to his video games. He's getting I'm sure he's getting his pay he's getting paid as much to play the video games as he is to play those games. So cuz the kids well, probably now, yeah. Yeah, the kids are saying that Fortnite's falling off the cliff, so they need all the help they can get. Oh. I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Well, what about Breeze? So Breeze pretty tough one. That's tough for for Gore that you know it impacts him and Michael Thomas and of course but it does it Hurt my boy Kamara a little bit. I don't know if it does because that team without Breeze or with Breeze is Michael Thomas and Kamara. And yeah. it seems like now without Breeze, it's Michael Thomas and Kamara. So I don't well, yeah, know how much it really hurts anyone. It wasn't that great. I think against, I don't know what happened in Seattle, you know, that they seem more prepared for the Seattle game, either that or just the, you know, I think the defense for the Cowboys is better. But that game wasn't. You know, that was a, what, 12 to 10 or whatever it was? Like, that's not exactly a great game for fantasy value. Oh, I guess you didn't see the nine or ten catches by Michael Thomas and the <laughs> seven, or, seven or eight PPR catches there by your boy Kamara with all his rushing yards. So I feel so well, bad that you guys didn't 11. have 30 burgers. He yeah. only got me 11 points. Kamara only got me 11 points last week. It really hurt me, you know? Yeah, unlike uh, unlike two weeks ago when you had two people in your two three people in your in your lineup that went off single handedly and haven't done anything well, before that or after that. Yeah, and that was Drew Brees being out two weeks ago when you got yeah. 40, 45. So that's a combined fifty six in two weeks. So I feel horrible for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy! All right, well, Devontae Adams. Got a little turf toe action going there. Pretty excited about that. I got end zone this week. You know, <laughs> take that hurts end zone. Obviously, get some, you know, Valdez Scantling action in there, and the number one with with my boy Rogers. What do you guys think? Was the was the same week that uh, Big Ben and um, 
Breeze went out. Is that the same oh. week that both uh, Deshaun Jackson and uh, um, who's my other receiver, Alshon Jeffries? Did they go out the same week in the first quarter? Did anybody get any points out of any of those guys? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no, no, it's a game. It's fine. I don't need to watch it. They, you know, they, like zero points. The zero, what? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bud. That's rough, man. Two guys out in the first quarter, zero points, no chance. But very very Roethlisberger-esque. But well, what I want to just make remind everybody about is that, like I like I tell people all the time, the first two weeks is a crapshoot. Week three, once you get to week four and so on, that's when things start to balance out, you know, back to the, I think those those uh, blue chip players start to really kind of get into their groove and the season really gets going. So, you know, a lot changes pretty quick. And this is where I think things start to really level out for your team. So I think it's been crazy. There's been some really low scoring. It's going way down this year compared to last year. It's kind of. It's it's a lot of quarterbacks that, I mean, we also think about the luck effect. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that have been, you start looking down that, you know, that waiver wire for quarterbacks. And I'd say that it's really more than ever the has and the have, have nots in, in quarterbacks. It used to be you could just grab a guy and get 20, and it was a difference of maybe six or seven points because the top guys were, you know, yeah. they were putting up 50 and 60 burgers. But it's been yeah. the have and the have nots for, for QBs this year. Um, yeah. For sure, and we'll see if that equals out a little bit more over time. But you got to stay healthy. I mean, I agree with you, CJ. Week four it'll start to change, but then when some of the blue chips are injured, you got to also hope for health. You know, in the middle part when some of these runs that are, are happening. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it'll get better, everybody. Everybody, just calm <laughs> down. All right, calm down, calm down, <laughs> relax. It's a long season. You don't have to win six games to get into the playoffs. And those of you that are out here like me that are overachieving, keep doing what you're doing. Everything's <laughs> going to balance out. You're going to keep winning. It'll be fine. you just, just keep fine. on winning. Yeah. Just keep on keeping on. You know, you got to beat the guy that they put in front of you. That's all you got to right. do. You just got to score more than 100 points to stay competitive. So, <laughs> Gosh, dang. All man. you got to do. My first two weeks were so bad. It was like, I was just like, if this doesn't turn around, I might have to go, you know, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. All right. So, hey, we already talked about people's records and stuff like that. But let's talk about some of the big surprises from the first four weeks that you guys saw out there. And one of them that I'll just bring up right now is this trade bonanza. It is – you've already had ten trades. It's just is out of control, and I think most of them happened last week. I've been traveling the first couple of weeks of the season, and it's like I can't keep up. It's like there's always a, another trade coming through, and I'm like, gosh, dang it. You know, it's just like trade, 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 trade. It's pretty pretty crazy. I wonder – I've never – I've never. obviously, I don't think any of us have been in the league with there's this many trades going on. You know, offseason was a little quieter than normal, and now I think we're actually seeing more like – actually, I was just looking at that. So we've had 10 – in the last four weeks, and we had ten yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we had seventeen trades in the off season. So, you know, like that's 
that's just crazy, you know. So it's 17 in the off season, and then um, we've already had 10 trades in the first few weeks, and it doesn't appear to be changing anymore. But it just kind of shows you where this league is headed. It's kind of fun, you know. This the trading is the funnest part, you know. And we've just it's just it's awesome. I love it. I mean, it's a lot of work for me, but it's awesome. <laughs> Well, trading and being engaged in trades is what's led to so much parity in this league. I mean, it was it was quite a bit more lopsided, you know, before a lot of these trades really started to, to go. And what I'm seeing this year is that without that, that other IDP spot and those shortened benches a little bit, people are reaching out to trade people before they drop them. And I think there's a lot of – just for value that we're seeing now two years out – jockeying three rounds two years out because they just don't want to drop them in and it's like hey do you want them before they go back into the waiver wire and, and so people are willing to kind of do it but i think all that's going to ultimately lead to even more more parity so uh it's interesting how it's uh some changes in some of the rules have have started to kind of tinker some of the teams uh, but is there, is, is anybody oh sorry bud I was just going to say, November 9th can't come soon enough because that's the trading deadline. <laughs> I can take a vacation. <laughs> Got to write that down. Um, but, is it, but is the volume of trading just trading to trade? How many people do you guys feel like have made a trade for someone that could be or will be a keeper for next year? Like, not that I know the NFL that great, defensive line, whatever, but it's like there are outside of Connor, there isn't, there aren't, a bunch of names besides Mixon and Elliott to start with or whatever, but there haven't been a ton of other trades where it's like, oh, that's a marquee guy or that's, oh, a marquee guy for some picks. Or Don't throw Mixon and Elliott in there. Elliott. Okay. <laughs> We're praying that Mixon could become a keeper. <laughs> Let's my not bad. just go tossing keepers around. I'm on my bad. It's a name I recognize, so that's all I'm grasping on to. No, but, but I, I just... But I'm just seeing a lot of names I don't recognize. But I think it's a good point, bud. I think that um, I think that what you're saying is true for the most part. That people are actually looking to fill their fill their gaps. Like if they've yeah. got an issue with, uh, you know, they got some, they can't find anyone on the waiver wire for a running back or a wide receiver. So they go out, and they start looking around, and then they hit you up because they got bye weeks and injuries coming up. Because bye weeks now are coming up, and there are a lot of strange injuries out there. So. And just kind of the league's weird now. It's just there isn't one receiver on every team that's so great anymore. It's like yeah. it's flopping. And all that. Or, the, or there's people like IP that have spent all their money, so they have no choice if they need someone else to go trade draft picks. I mean, honestly, because there's no fab available to them. And, you know, I think unless these injuries kind of keep happening or – we haven't really seen those. It's funny. You get these, you know, top 10 free agents for waiver wire pickups on your phone and everything, push notifications constantly. Our team is so far ahead of all of that stuff. It's like there's never one that is ever going to pop up on the 10, 12, 14 that we already don't have scooped up. So, like, it takes yeah. something pretty significant um, to even have much talent still out there. Yeah, uh, and so I think that people are trying to buy it from other people, and yeah. what, it, what it, it comes down to people's acumen and kind of a hunch or a guess. You know, Boston hit it up. Like, why would you, why would you pay that much for him when his last three games have been horrible? It's like, well, 
I've been watching the same games you've been watching, Boston. I just have a hunch or a feeling that he's going to be more of that team because they can't throw the ball downfield, and he's going to get the touches, and the schedule lightens up a little bit from the first three weeks of who he kind of went up against, you know? And those are things you have to make moves on to even try and get ahead and get a single win for some people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I agree with your, your um, point on, like, every time I go and look, I try and find something on that waiver wire that is – Hopefully no one else is seeing something and nothing. There's nothing out there. It's just like a barren wasteland of crappy players that are all like, you know, eight or nine point guys that I no way I'm going to start. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what am I supposed to do? You know, gosh. And, and then you got too many injuries, you're in big trouble. Yeah. And then you see somebody that is, you're like, well, I'm sure somebody has already got the first two or three guys at some price that I don't want to pay. So you go down three or four and you throw a 20 on it, and it still won't even get you somebody that you can put in your rotation. Sons of bitches. Amir Abdullah, thanks for nothing, you piece of dog. I saw you slumming it with Amir Abdullah. He looked like... His photo staring at me every time that he's not getting a point just pisses me off. Yeah. Well, it sucks when you have to keep a handcuff. Like, I got that stupid Daryl Henderson sitting on my bench. And what am I supposed to do? I can't put him out there. You know what I mean? Hey, gosh. A, a, a bye week for Adams for me got to where I had to drop him, and he finished top in IDP last year for safeties. But we have the short bench, and so if you hit a bye week wrong or you have an injury that you got to get through, you're in trouble, man. Yeah. I know I know. Uh, Products was talking about, and I think we voted for it, for having that IDP bench, IDP specific bench spot that he was kind yeah. of throwing out last time. I was on that, too. Yeah, and, you know, hey, look, I'm bringing it up so that people can kind of identify and see, you know, where you're sitting four weeks in and how valuable that might be. Again, vote for it or against it, but we're certainly seeing it. Uh, we're certainly seeing it play out this year. Well, I mean, I, Bud, the problem with Bud is for, or for Bud in this situation is, Bud, you need like, what, three or four bench spots for your IDP? I mean, how many, how many guys do you need? <laughs> I like to, I, you know, I've moved off of tight ends and I've moved into defensive tackles. So I just look at, I look at your roster and it's like, what is he doing with all those IDP guys? I don't even know. Like one of them, like, who is that guy? Well, and I think part of it is too, I'm like, God, I don't really see anything else. And I drafted that guy like in the seventh. <laughs> You're like, should I keep that guy? I just can't drop him, can I? Well, let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's I dropped him. comment, bud, because... Last year, you had the highest percent of players left over from your draft. Do you know that? Really? You had that was that was a question I was going to ask. If how much uh, how how in love are people with anyone that they draft? It's because I because that's the one thing I'm like. The strategy is always like everyone's like I'm trying to circle up some first round picks. I'm trying and I'm like your first round one guy <laughs> is the only person that's significant. Drafts two through eleven are shit. <laughs> Everyone just unloads them for trade bait or fab or something. So or you that, get, or you get lucky and hit like a Philip Lindsay or some of those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always nice. I'm still waiting for that to happen. It usually happens to me every year. Where are these guys? Gosh dang it! So last year, the the league draft 
had 42% of their players left over from the draft. So <laughs> less than half, right? Yeah. And, and in 2017, it was 40%. So, and, and I think in, in, uh, 2018, I mean, bud, you were, you were definitely the highest Gore's usually right up there. Uh, bungle nation's usually up there. You know, I usually keep about half, but sourdough Sammy kind of, Wrecked the whole thing. He had sixteen percent of his players <laughs> over <laughs> at the end of last year. That's like a epically bad, historically bad year. You know, he, he had a rough year for sure. Is that even possible? Is that like half of a player? <laughs> one, one and a half of a player. It must yeah. be. It must be like two or something. Because then yeah. we had twelve. We had twelve drafts. Left, twelve draft picks last year. Maybe it's one. I don't know. I have to do the math, but. 16%, 16.7%. That's not good. CJ, wow. do you have any, this might be something for the stats, Inc. people in the background there. How many, any idea how many people still have keepers that they drafted originally? Or is Only that, Gore. Only Gore? Yeah. From the original draft? No, I mean, just like say someone drafted and they moved into the keeper and that's – what was it? Was like Patrick Mahomes last year was uh that was the oh, first year. Yeah, we'd have to I'd have to take a closer look at that. Yeah. But I'm just only, I'm always because I just don't feel like outside yeah, there's outside of the first pick, it's like you almost never get a keeper out of the first like outside of the first round. I'm trying to think of like probably the last the only player that I can think of in my own roster that became a keeper um for my own team was Alvin Kamara. And yeah. then um, Hunt, I drafted Hunt. <laughs> but then you think the only other guys that that you think about are those guys that go number one. So Z, right. yeah. Josh Jacobs will probably become one for somebody, if not products. You know, it's yeah. just it's guys like that. Yeah, but then there's the week one uh, waiver wire guys like Kittle, um, Lindsey, like Lindsey was in there, like there's like where it's that it gets past everyone, and then you see that first week where it's like, oh crap, this guy's good. Yeah, and th I did not. I don't think that person really exists this year. Well, Maybe. Waller, Waller could be one of them. Maybe, uh, yeah, that's that's good. And but Hawkinson, Hawkinson could be could be one. I mean, there's there's a few guys. Maybe maybe it's still out, but and don't uh, don't sleep on Hoopa, Hoopa. <laughs> Yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> Bye, Hudson. He can't hear you. I got that. <laughs> he, gave, he gave he gave you guys the finger as he walked by. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Yeah. No, I just but I I think it's I think keepers are keepers. You know, yeah. I'd say the vast majority of players that are keepers are probably guys that the vast majority of them were keepers the previous year. It's probably very few that oh. turned out, you know, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. We're forgetting an obvious one. And he's a quarterback. Mahomes? Lamar. Yeah. Oh. What is, but, uh, he, but he crazy. wasn't. He wasn't. He's not on his original drafted team, right? No. No, I drafted him and put him in that trade. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oops. Oops. Let's uh, add that to the list of uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm all talk about. I'm all talk about surprises for the season. Jesus. Yeah. Way that to, was way to jump out of the gate in game one to show everybody your 
fantasy football legend already. Well, are we still on surprises? Because I have a handful. Like yeah, I'm pretty, that's, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty surprised that uh, Cousins sucks as bad as he does. Because <laughs> he's normally fairly decent. Um, Ten passes I'm, in the first game. I'm I'm surprised that uh, that that Sourdough surpassed his last year win total already. No, I, he's he's tied it right. Or he, does he have three wins? He's got oh. three. Yeah. He's got three. I'm pretty surprised that Gore's one and one and three. I'm surprised uh, that well, this is an outlier, but I'm just surprised Boston's getting married. Uh, yeah, that is weird. I, I'm surprised. Stranger things have happened, but <laughs> surprised I'm doing that. I'm doing sober October, and but but most of all, most of all, I'm very surprised that right now. End zone does not lead in transactions. No, I don't. I I need to see a receipt or a prove prove it. And prove it. it. it, it hey, right now he he's in third place because both IP and CJ have more transactions than end zone. I'm shocked. Yeah, it's, and it's sad. To put a cherry on top. Easy has the most amount of fab dollars. Today. I know. I'm not sure what is what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it's just not him. I hope he's okay. <laughs> you know, to make a move. This is. <laughs> I did. I uh, now. I will tell you guys. Was, I shared the. I shared some of the backside of the interweb with him. Oh. So maybe he's getting some new strategy. Maybe he's maybe back on the back part of the web, going to just an opposite approach this year, like I am. He's a oh, platinum. Oh. He's a platinum card holder now for the. Uh, Club, yep. <laughs> cutting, cutting back on those trades. Something's, something's got to, something's got to break right there. Well, it was like, he was out of fad pretty fast last year, I think. Um, and he definitely led the league. He had eighty transactions last year. So, the guy with the second most was seventy with sourdough. But I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of trades. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot hey. of transactions. Sorry, it's a lot of transactions. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they're so, both they're both making the most of it this year, though. So, Badonka Bronx and IP leading the way. That mm -hmm. is awesome. I love it. Yeah, I can't believe it either. By the way, with it for how the first couple of weeks went, I mean, my gosh, I was in last place. I was twelve at one time. Oh God! <laughs> how embarrassing! Freaking embarrassing is that? You guys, I'm not gonna lie. I did take a screenshot of when I was first in in uh, my division for uh, for week one. And oh yeah, yeah, I want to get back to that. I want so badly to get back. I'm right there, knocking yeah. on the door, looking at you, BS. <laughs> coming, coming for you. I'm yeah. picking up a kicker this week, and it's over. Poor BS. It. He's so mad now. He's even uh, mad at Bungle. Like you know, it's. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like that slack attack last night was something new. I had uh, had anticipated. I wasn't sure if they were joking around, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, all I'm all I know is I'm rooting pretty hard for Hawk Attack because I have that hundred dollar bet that he uh, has a better record than Boston. Hmm. And the main reason I need that hundred dollars is I'm going to probably lose my hundred dollar bet that I have a better record than Irish Puddles. So. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, and another you one got time. got a lot of time. It's the hundred dollar bet you have with Sourdough Sammy's that he won't make the playoffs before twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot. You got a lot on the line. Oh, jeez, you just got it spread out all over the place, Justin. No. No, I'm gonna. I just need. I, that's why I'm rooting for Hawk. Because if he can get me that hundred, I can slide that over to IP, and I'm pretty sure I can push sourdough. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, not, I'm not too worried all, about that one. I'm gonna post all these bets because there's some interesting ones on there, and you know, so we'll see. There's a lot out. There's probably like ten bets that I've kept, I've uh, documented <laughs> that could come to fruition this year. You gonna you gonna share that in another file for docs? Keep that. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good idea. Don't talk in there. <laughs> running yeah. bets. It's running bets. Each each weekend you can update the uh, you know the doc file for bets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Well, any uh, any surprises from you, bud? What are you? Uh, anything you think surprising? Um, I'm just I'm just surprised how it's like. We've got all these trades and we we do all these things and we you know we we talk to each other and we try and we slack it out and we you know we got all this talking out there but it's all just luck. <laughs> I mean we can we can strategize until yeah. freaking cows come home. Like <laughs> I had you CJ. I was feeling good. I was like, yeah, I'm doing the yard, the some bitch, I'm going to get him. 5 minutes later <laughs> Fantasy points, I'm down by 40, and it, like, <laughs> ruined the rest of my Sunday. Like, <laughs> I am I'm excited. Sorry, I just want to be just like everyone else. I want to be winning, or I want to have the potential to possibly win. Yeah. When winning is so far out of the room. Just like Justin said, I'm just going to get the sticks because I can't watch this anymore. It was – football was done for me that week. I just – I it was my watch Sunday night game. I couldn't watch the Monday night game. I just, <laughs> just what the Winston and Evan. Well, yeah. you know, and and to your point, so so I lost by four points week three. <laughs> when Barkley when Barkley went out was seven points. Okay, and he didn't crush the rest of that game. There's no way that I'd lose that week. But the thing is, is about three plays, and I'm the only one that would know this, three plays before, he he has a swing pass that just hits him in both hands in the end zone, and he drops it, and they're like, wow, that is crazy that he would drop that one. <laughs> and, 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 and little do we know that three plays later, he's injured on the sideline, and that's the difference in the game, you know? It's just the luck of some of these little things, so, you know. I've now given my excuses for week two and three. <laughs> Are we uh, going to talk about four? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. But that's awesome. It's like I'm sure every guy in the league has said there's one little thing. Like, I lost a Hawk by 13 points, and two of my starters had zero. It's just like all I need is – yeah, but half from one and four from another, and it's it's a was it, one Abdullah though. <laughs> no, Abdullah was just this week. <laughs> yeah, he was, in, he was in the lineup, but I didn't uh, assume he was getting any points, so he was just filling a spot. But All yeah, right. everyone's got a everyone's got a five point story here and there. So 
Just all right. Well, let's stop talking about you guys bitching about your football season. Oh. I mean, you don't hear me over here whining about it. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, that was creepy as hell, IP. Oh, cut it out. Cut it out if you want. You're right. It is luck. But, but IP informed me that uh, that our uh, our site, although I'm on floor, still has me <laughs> coming back and going uh, nine and nine and four to uh, to win the to win the West. <laughs> nice. Well, where did that, what does that work out for you? Well. That's projections for you, and you can't trust freaking projections. Not in 2019, you can't. No way. All right. Hey, we got a new segment. It's called um, Balls with Bud. All right. Let's get on that. The transition. Balls, balls, balls. <laughs> balls, balls. 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 Hey, Bud, what does balls mean? So this week on balls, it's uh, no, best. No what, no, what does balls mean? Why right. is it best, balls? Best ads last luck. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we uh, we we chopped that up in uh, the the working session ahead of time. So we're just gonna go back to Bud's bag. So. This question more to you guys because I'm more of the uh, the comedic relief in here, and you guys are the the football knowledge. No, no, there, no, no. There are four four teams, two at the bottom of each uh, division. Uh, looks like we got Gore, DC, um, and Boston, and He. My question, to you guys, is out of those four, who do you see making the playoffs? Oof. Wow. I, it's just, I can't believe I'm like some of the teams in the bottom, like in those, those four. It's just, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Kevin, that's a good one, man. All right. Yeah. I'll let you go first, Doug Cowboy. You can't choose yourself, obviously. More statistics that have been looked at. Do you guys know that? By a long shot, and I mean a long shot, like more than 150. Like, I have the most points scored on me by more than 100, more than 100 than the second per well, than the second person. I mean, it's not even close. I know that's just a side note. Yeah, that's a really fun stat. I'm not sure what it has to do with balls. <laughs> well, okay, it's more that's bag. It's 180 more than you've had scored on you. I can tell you that. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. And Gore is second. So right now, Gore and I are sitting in the two bottom in the West, and we've had the most points scored against us. <clears throat> anyway, Gore has one win, so statistically he has a better chance of going. So by that rationale, so does Boston and so does he, or are you just doing your <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boston and he have the same amount of wins. <laughs> That's a coin flip. <laughs> I can't have the Boston make hundred out of those guys. Actually, I can't have Boston make the playoffs and still win my bet. It's just a uh, it's him versus Hawk. 
So, and I think he is uh, his his team's been gutted gutted pretty good, unless he <laughs> yeah. makes unless he makes a late run when Hunt comes back. So uh, I'm going to go with Gore and Boston. Nice. Oh, so we have to pick one from both. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think it's I, I agree with you. I think that um, he got me is is looking at the future for sure, um, and I think that Boston. Boston's team has somewhat underachieved, and I think having AB go out there, but he'll figure that out. Um, and I think the East is soft. I mean, for crying out loud, I had the second least, the second lowest score one week and one. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, oh, hold on, that was the week that I outscored ten other people, but still lost. <laughs> so you understand where I'm coming from? Perfect. Yep. That sounds sounds a lot like IP last year. A lot of complaining there, yeah. And with, uh, yeah, it is. And with with Duck Cowboy and Gore, man, I don't know. Like, uh, I I don't know if I can answer that. That's that's tough. I I just can't believe that <clears throat> what I'm seeing there. So I think they'll both make it out. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that was my thought when I was looking at that. It's very much like when you're trying to put your uh, your NCAA tournament bracket together and the power of the name on the line <laughs> yeah, makes, totally. you, makes you put them a lot further than what their record would say or what the puzzle <clears throat> totally. It's like, sorry guys, but I'm like, I'm just, you know, I just figured I would pencil both Gore and Duck Cowboy into the playoffs. I mean, just because that's usually what happens, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a normal, it's a normal transaction. So, um, yeah, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to say, but I, I mean, I would, if we shuffled the deck, I would say, I would just, I would say both Gore and Doug Cowboy make the playoffs. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's insane. I, that's why I think things will, things will work its way out. It's early. There's, you know, I mean, we got yeah. 10 weeks left. This Everyone's going to come back to the mean. It's going to average itself out. Yeah. Do you guys watch the Peaky Blinders? No. Net, Netflix? No. Well, there's some, yeah, they're gypsies. And I feel like I have a gypsy curse on me for trading Zeke. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And the only way that I can get rid of this gypsy curse is, I mean, I'm looking for ways. So we'll see if the booze does it. I mean, you know, the, there's a lot of different things, but it may be just to have to trade mix in. So let me know if anyone out there wants them. <laughs> That's a great sales pitch. <laughs> I got this guy that's cursing me. So if you're interested, drop no, me I don't think he'd be a curse for everyone else's team. I think it's because of the Zeke factor and me turning on Zeke in that trade. Then Lamar's going to be a keeper forever, and uh, Mixon is going to crap in my bed constantly Ooh. until he's traded to someone else. Well, uh, as long yeah. as he doesn't punch you in, a, in the face at a Taco Bell, you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Justin's Jibber Jabber. Just, 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 Justin. Justin's Jibber Jabber. Well, well, Justin's Jibber Jabber. As we all know, Justin's been jibber jabbering about his bad luck this year for too long. So he asked me 
DuckTales to step in and take over the segment today. And quite frankly, I'm happy to do it. Hello, leaguers. It's great to be back. So let's jibber-jabber about some fantasy facts. It's a segment called Fun. Fantasy Football Facts with DuckTales. So here we go. Play along at home. I think you'll be surprised with some of the answers. What year did fantasy football start? The answer, 1962. And I'd say maybe Endzone was around to see it. I hear Sourdough is old as well. They probably remember. Anyway, what's the average age of a fantasy football player? The answer, 34. We've got an old league. How many people play fantasy football? The answer, 60 million annually. Finding any of this interesting yet? Well, listen to these next few facts. What's the percentage of fantasy football players that are men? I know we all tried to get our wives to join. The answer, 80%. Speaking of wives, the percentage of fantasy football players that are not married. This number I find shocking. Almost 80% as well at 78.1%. Crazy. How much time on average do people spend working on their fantasy football team each week during work? They say two hours. I think we're much higher than that. However, that two hours is an estimated $13.4 billion to the employers. That's a big number. Speaking of big numbers, they estimate that the value of the fantasy football market is $11 billion. Well, that's fun facts. Fantasy football with DuckTales. I look forward to seeing first victory this week for my good friend Duck Cowboy so that he can change his mood and get back out here with you guys. Good luck to everyone. Go Ducks. Go Cowboys. And go Duck Cowboy. Woohoo! It was nice to hear from DuckTales. I'm telling you, we missed that guy. He's your spokesperson, man. It's a rough, it's a rough time. Gets me a little laugh every time. <laughs> yes, he sure does. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. So that's it. I think that's about all we have. So, hey, I just wanted to throw one more thanks out there to he for uh, hosting the draft. We haven't had a chance to talk about it, but I think the draft is a lot of fun for most of us. I'm not sure if um, Sourdough Sammy's would think that it was a fun time or not. Yeah, but It was too bad he couldn't make it. <laughs> Sourdough, he made it just in time. Oh, yeah, he, he did. He was ready yeah. for his first draft in the seventh round. So, good work. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, I just want to say thanks. He it was awesome, man, and uh, we appreciate. We can't looking forward to our next event at the uh, um, owners' lounge in West Lynn. So yeah, that's all that I got, guys. That's all I got. Oh, thanks, he. That was super, super incredible. That was uh, an amazing time, an amazing yeah. venue. It looks like he's adding some uh, some some old arcade games to the yeah, uh, that'd be great to the selection there. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, hey, I know he's out there. He's producing this on his own, like a big boy. We really appreciate you doing that, man. That's awesome. He said thanks. Hey. He gave, he gave a big shout out to Taylor. He's going to need to hook up with her to find out how to get it going in the right direction. But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it. Good seeing you guys. We'll have another one coming up soon, hopefully. And uh, thanks, IP. And we'll see you guys next time. Good job, guys.